At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Jeff Carls with you on a Saturday, a part of Memorial Day weekend. Hope you're enjoying it out there, sports fans, and uh, honoring those that uh, served for this Memorial Day weekend. We thank all of you for sure here from VSIN. We are live at the Circus Sportsbook inside the VSIN studios. And Jeff, uh, you've got an update. We have a final in the UEFA Champions League game. Uh, this one. Worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, the under comes in easily, and the way that first half was played, I'm kind of surprised this game landed. Chelsea won, Man City nil. Chelsea wins their second Champions League title in club history, their second uh, in the last decade now. And Man City, uh, a year where they were by far the best team in the Premier League, winning the Premier League championship. Uh, the This was the trophy they've never won before. They've never won the Champions League, and they're going to be waiting another year at least to win the Champions League as uh, the Chelsea gets it done, late first half goal, and that was it. 1-0, the final in Porto. Chelsea at plus 335 in regulation, Brady, getting it done. Wow, very nice. Uh, not a bad ticket not to nice cash ticket. right yeah. there. The Kansas City Royals and Minnesota Twins have reached the bottom of the eighth inning, and currently Minnesota 
doubling up KC 6-3. Chicago makes it a final over the Baltimore Orioles in Game 1 of that doubleheader. Game soars over the total. Chicago cashes at about a, as about a minus 225 favorite there. 7-4 to four your final. Game 2 of that doubleheader coming up pretty soon here from Chicago. And the Chicago Cubs keep pouring it on over the Cincinnati Reds. 7-2 to two your final now. Your in-game total currently at 9.5 as the Reds bat in the top of the 8th inning. Finals from earlier, Tampa Bay beat Philadelphia 5-3. to three. Milwaukee got past Washington 4-1. to one. And the basketball going on right now, uh, Jeff, you had the uh, Milwaukee Bucks sweep the Miami Heat earlier, finish off that best-of-seven series with a 4 nothing run over the Miami Heat. 120-103, the final there. Milwaukee covers as a 5-point favorite. Game just gets over the total with a dunk in the final seconds there by the Milwaukee Bucks and 120 to 103 again your final just gets over the total that closed at 221 and a half here at BetMGM but right now game two of the day just a minute left in the second quarter the Portland Trailblazers up on the Denver Nuggets now by 12 55 to 43 got tight there to open up the second quarter but Portland has started to pull away once again yeah again I it just could be just what Jokic always looks like, because it looks like he's moving in slow motion a lot of time, but he looks tired in this game. And and he has not performed at the MVP level that we saw throughout this regular season, and so far, at least in these first three games. Uh, Jokic, uh, nine points, eight boards, but inefficient from the field, which is unlike him, and only one assist. Portland doing a great job of taking that part of his game away like they did in game one. Uh, and as, as I say that, Jokic hits a jumper, to make it a ten point game, my my over is in big big trouble. I'm gonna need a uh, right as of right now. I need 128 in the second half. I don't I don't like my chances there, Brady. Yeah, 55 to 45. Your score right now with 35 seconds left in the first half as the second quarter winds to a close. Here we've got a timeout on the floor. The Portland Trailblazers are a nine and a half point favorite in the in game market, and you mentioned the total, Jeff. The in game number. Down to two fourteen and a half, Ooh. and this was what two twenty seven. Two twenty seven and a half, yeah. That's a big. That's a big difference there. Oh, look, a hundred, a hundred point half. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna get a pretty sizable. Here's something adjustment. to think about, though, and, and I always, this is, I think, especially true in the NBA when you're looking at a second half opportunity. Trust the original number. So if you're going mm-hmm. to bet the second half. I think you'd have to expect that it's going to go over. That, only, that would be I, the traditional I, way to go. I about. would only bet the over yeah. in the second half. That that would be the only play I would make. The point is, you figure it's going to get back close to that original number of 227. You have to figure you know, the I, odds maker for, set a pretty good original number. Right? For, for, uh, for, for my sake, I hope they get over that total, Brady. But, uh, but look, uh, a, a good half for Portland, and they're going to cover all first half numbers as well, the Blazers. And what was the first half total? Uh, this is going to go under. This is going to go under. I don't even have to look at it, but it just has to go under because uh, it would probably be about 114 and a half, 115 would be my guess. 55-45, your current score, Portland out in front. This is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Jeff Parles here with you live at the Circa Resort and Casino inside the VEASAN studio at the beautiful Circa Sportsbook on a Saturday for your Memorial Day weekend. And we want to continue the NBA conversation with our man, the senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN, joins us at this time, uh, typically on a Saturday here. Good to have you back, JVT. A big slate of playoff action here for you. Four games on your Saturday, and 
What did you think of Game 1? I know our colleague Wes Reynolds had the Bucks to win the series in five, so a little bit of a tough beat there for Mr. Reynolds. I thought that was a pretty good beat, but Miami couldn't get a single game in the series. How did you do with the Bucks and the Heat betting-wise? Uh, you know, I only bet one game in it, Brady, and that was uh, that was Game Two for Milwaukee, right? You know, in terms of betting on the Bucks, it was a bounce back spot for them. You know, the three point shoot wasn't good in Game One, but so I didn't really touch it. And you know, it's like watching today; it kind of made sense, right? Like in the first half, you get a really solid effort out of the Miami Heat. You're up by twenty six, twenty two in the first quarter. You take the first half, so you kind of expected this going into the fourth game, right, where you're on the verge of getting swept. But that third quarter, man, Milwaukee was great, and they showed their gap between them and the Heat. So. Uh, it was a solid series for the Bucks. I was wrong in the sense that I thought it was going to be six games uh, in terms of the write-ups on the the, um, the website, but there was a bigger gap between these two than I expected. JVT, uh, just looking at the Bucks now, they're going to play Brooklyn. It's just a matter of how many games Brooklyn cleans out Boston in. But now with sweeping Miami and getting a few extra days rest over Brooklyn, at the very least, JVT, just how much uh, – how much – Different, do you look at this series from Milwaukee's perspective uh, with Brooklyn looming next round? I, I really don't, like, alter my judgment quite a bit. Jeff, like, you know, if you look at it from the Bucks' perspective, um, you know, the gap had grown between them and Miami, right? You know, mm-hmm. Miami was a worse team by all accounts. A three-point shooting, 19th last year, second. Jay Crowder was great in the series last year, and you look at the other team, uh, the other piece that they had, this uh, Trevor Reza, trying to get a lot of those possessions, Giannis, uh, defensively. So, like, they were worse, right? So, I... I, I, I and maybe this is a mistake, but I don't know if I upgrade Miami or excuse me, Milwaukee that much, only because they kind of did what I expected just at a greater scale, and now the matchups remain the same against Brooklyn. So I think maybe the rest thing, first quarter, is going to be a pretty good spot for them, right, taking on Brooklyn uh, in that matchup in the game one. But I think other than that, my judgment kind of remains the same, you know. JVT, uh, on the pregame show this morning, our colleague James Salinas brought up a point that I thought was pretty good. Uh, involving the Milwaukee Bucks. Of course, it was earlier during the regular season where we saw them beat Brooklyn twice. Uh, But winning that first game in this series with Miami, and albeit they were all out of sorts, Giannis had the issues at the free throw line. You know, it was just a very weird game. They looked like they were kind of stuck, and they were still able to get a win. And I think that shed a lot of pressure from this team, who was still probably smarting from last year's playoff defeat to this same Miami Heat team. But to get past that, I think it really freed them up, and and we saw what they did the rest of the way. Do you think that carries over into this next series, which should be against the Nets? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely should, right? I mean, for the most part, Brady, I would say that I think the thing that helps them if, if we're talking about maybe getting like too much off of this, right? Like, yeah, you, this is a team that's made in Eastern Conference Finals. So for the most part, like, I think – it's probably an emotional relief just because of what happened last year. Uh, so I would tend to agree with that, how it affects the next series, though, right? If you have time off in between, like it looks like they're going to, like how long do they carry over, you know? JVT, the uh, game going right now in Portland is finally reached the half. Uh, Blazers up 10, 57 of 47 at the break. Uh, just uh, look, uh, this has the makings of a six or seven game series, JVT. Uh, the one thing, though, I've noticed these last two day, two games, and especially in this first half, uh, Nikola Jokic starting to look a little bit fatigued here, JVT. Uh, am I just seeing things that aren't there, or is that a, a real re, a real thing that uh, would be a concern for Denver going forward in this series? I don't know about the series. Maybe today, right? You know, it, he, mm-hmm. you're right. He doesn't look great in this first half. Like, what, 5 of 12 right now? He's a minus 16, they're plus minus. And, like, what they were doing wasn't really sustainable. I think he was, he started three for 10. They were only down by two. 
at that point, like you figured, if he's not going to start to kind of step it up here a little bit, then this is probably going to widen. And you saw that. And look, it's not just Jokic. Like the other pieces have to get better. Porter's, you know, 50% from before, but he's only one of two, right? Aaron Gordon's one of four. He's missed his only three-point shot at this point right now. Bakuna Composite's having a very poor game. He was great in game two. He's one of five from the floor right now, one of four from three-point range. And so, like, you got to just get more contributions, I, I think, from the other pieces. If Jokic is going to have a game like this. But I think as far as we're talking, like, the series, no, like, look, Jokic, he, he's changed his body. He's been great. He's much slimmer this year. It's a big reason why he played in all 72 games and, uh, right, why he's going to win MVP because he's been kind of an Ironman this year after a big bubble run. So I, I wouldn't consider fatigue an issue for the entire series, maybe just today. John, do you have a, a piece of the action in this series? You look back uh, before they got started, Portland was the favorite on the money line about minus 120 in this series. They won game one. Of course, now we're here in game four, and they're looking to even things up. And prior to this tip-off today, you could have had them at a pretty nice plus price, plus 165. Uh, that looked pretty attractive to me for, you know, Jeff talked about it. I, I think we're headed for seven games here. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? The price on Portland? Do you think they are maybe should still be you know closer to a pick'em or a favorite in this series? And, and did you have any action going in? Uh, no, I think you know, Denver deserves to be favored, Brady. Right? If you're looking at it from the perspective of uh, they took home court back, so regardless of the outcome of this, they're still going to have home court going forward, right? Uh, having to win, close out this series in a best of three. So uh, I would expect Denver to like the, the price seems correct here coming into this, and even about the outcome, you'd expect the Denver's. I would expect Denver to be still slightly favored if they lose this game. But regardless, you know, I bet the series before it started, I bet Denver plus 112. You know, we, we make a lot of the, the backcourt uh, matchup, right? And it's very true. But at the end of the day, with Nico Jokic and Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. playing extremely well, this is still a high-level offense. Uh, the frontcourt matchup is in their favor. You've seen it in the non-use of Nurkic minutes. They've absolutely destroyed Portland for the first three games. So, I, I'm hoping they pull it out because I have a bet on them, but I still think this Denver team's live, man. Like, this is a really good club, and they have a lot of advantages in their own favor, just like Portland does, and I think that plays out over a seven-game series. But I think you guys are right. I thought it was a seven-game series, so it's going to be tight regardless. JVT, I want to move over to the Clippers and the Mavs. Uh, L.A. gets the win in Dallas last night, despite being 19 okay. points in the hole <laughs> right out of the gate last night. Uh, the series prices have been very interesting to see. You've seen... Some spots, the Clippers are a minus-120 favorite. At Westgate, the Clippers are a plus-105 dog in this series right now. Well, what direction do you think this series goes now with uh, Dallas now with a 2-1 lead, but still holding the home court advantage, of course, with stealing those two in L.A.? I mean, Jeff, are we going to get, like, 60% from Tim Hardaway Jr. again? Like, that, you know, through the first two games, it was insane. Everything that he was doing, like, everything he touched turned to gold from that perspective, right? Like, he was shooting the ball extremely well. It was absolutely ridiculous. And even still, think about it last night, guys. The, the shooting actually still kept up for Dallas, right? They actually shot, what, 20 to 38 in that game, according to Cleaning the Glass, which, you know, takes away the heaves and everything at halftime, like 52.6%. It was ridiculous that they were still shooting a high clip. The difference was, and this has actually been consistent through the first two games, is that the Los Angeles Clippers still offensive ratings of over 120 in those first two games last night, 136 to like flat. They've been operating at a high level against Dallas's defense. It's just that Dallas's shooting and offense has been insane and I think unsustainable. So all this being said, they're pretty live, I would think, the Clippers to win this. But obviously game four is extremely important. I think they're a good spot. I thought they were the better team. I thought it was going to be a five-game series. So that's clearly not going to be the case right now, but like if if we're looking at the Clippers, I have them at minus one forty five before game one. So I'm I don't want to get involved at this point, but I, I want to see them win game four. 
I don't know about that price. It seems relatively tight, you know? Well, uh, JVT, as we speak on this series, Mark Stein uh, with a, with a report uh, that Luca is questionable mm. for tomorrow with Ooh. the cervical strain uh, that he was yep. com- the, the pain that he was complaining that was shooting down his left arm. He mm. looked really uncomfortable yep. all of Game Three. So obviously, if if that's the case and Luca is uh, is compromised, which he definitely is now. Uh, I, I guess uh, plus 105 on the Clippers that Westgate is dealing in the series might be a, a role for me now, JVT. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts. No, but that is insane. You better get on that quick. I'm sure those will get pulled. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate. I mean, this guy, you know, JVT is taking a ton of money as, uh, you know, NBA Finals MVP. This guy really lights up the enthusiasm, not only for NBA fans, but NBA betters. And, and he's, I mean, 44 points last night and a loss. He was still electric and great to watch. And, and that'll basically do in Dallas's chances, in my opinion, if he is, you know, hurt pretty seriously. And, and this kind of, you know, takes away my next question. I was going to ask you, Jeff and I were talking about this series. It, it doesn't seem very likely to me that the Clippers can go in and win two straight on the road, although Dallas did in L.A., but it almost seems more likely, kind of comically, that they could win two and then go back home and lose game five. <laughs> you know, that just seems like the Clippers. But this kind of changes everything. I don't know. What What are your thoughts there? Well, yeah, of course. And I think, you know, it's funny, guys, like with a series like this, was kind of criminally underrated. Like, we, we care a lot about the Clippers because it's their soap opera, right? If they fail this thing. But Luka Doncic, like, sometimes you're just watching greatness unfold. You know what I mean? Like, they, it's been really cool to watch him of his first few games and see what he's done. So, yeah, it's a big bummer. But, of course, if he's not on the phone, there's a massive difference here with this team. He's still barely a positive net rating for plus 0.1. The Clippers should be able to take care of that series if he's not going to be out there. JVT, uh, anything on either of the 1-8 matchups tonight? Uh, Philly is now laying 6.5 at Washington, and uh, Utah laying 5.5 at Memphis tonight. Uh, no, you know, I think yeah, I'm really interested to see, Jeff, what Utah is going to do against Memphis from a shooting perspective, right? Like, game one, they were very good. Game two, they absolutely obliterated them from beyond the arc. And usually, I'm looking for sustainability, right? Like, 50% from three is really not that thing that's going to sustain itself through a series. But Memphis really does have a relatively poor perimeter defense. Like it was throughout the regular season, long the bottom half of the league. Like I'm really curious to see if Utah is going to be able to keep it up from the three point perspective. Because on the surface, it might not look like something that's going to keep going. But I think it seems like this potentially could. And if that's going to be the case, like if I think Utah, if they're going to win a game, I think they're going to cover because of the way that they can exploit that defense. John, what about uh, the 76ers and the Wizards? Of course, there is uh, speculation on whether or not Russell Westbrook will play for Washington, still being listed as questionable. We haven't seen the line move much of anything. Philadelphia favored by six or six and a half. But we saw the Wizards win without Westbrook during the year uh, during the regular season on occasion. Uh, is he absolutely crucial to this team tonight, or do you think they can pull one out without him? I think they can, right? Like, when we look at the, the on-off numbers, Brady, like, if you look at the on-court numbers that Beal on, Westbrook off, and then vice versa, like, the, the net rating gets overwhelmingly negative when it's just Westbrook, right? So, if you're going to lose one of the two, I guess it would be, right, Bradley Beal, or excuse me, yeah, Russell Westbrook, but at the same time, like, Bradley Beal is going to have some time with all these wings on this, they're going to get thrown at him. Like, I just don't know where the offense comes from for the most part. Westbrook helps a little bit more transition. He speeds them up, gets easy buckets. It's going to be tough for him. JVT, uh, the uh, the Lakers and the Suns, of course, uh, back at it tomorrow. 
Uh, Anthony Davis seems to be battling a, a sprained ankle now. Uh, but but JVT, uh, after watching LeBron look healthy in Game Three, the price is minus nine hundred on the Lakers. Uh, who's the team now that can compete with them in the Western Conference? Is it still the Clippers if they can find a way out of Round One against Dallas? No, yeah, it's the Clippers. I, I think it's the Jazz. Like those are probably the two at the top of the list, right? Like, Utah is, has such an advantage going into a game against a team like the Lakers, mainly because of the discrepancy of three point shooting, right? So like. When you look at what the Lakers have done from an offense standpoint, open in pain at the rim, all that kind of stuff. They, like, and there's going to be games Jeff, where it's going to be hard for them, I think, from an offensive standpoint, to match what the Jazz are doing. So I think there is something there, but they have their own mismatch, right? Rudy Gobert is pretty good, but there's no two defenders for LeBron James. But at the end of the day, like Utah would definitely have a fighting chance against them, as with the Clippers, if they can make it that far. But they got to worry about something else bigger in front of them, you know. John, one more question for you, and we'll let you get on your way and enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend and NBA fiesta there at the Von Tobel House, I imagine, with uh, four games in total today. But uh, if the Brooklyn Nets are to advance past the Boston Celtics, and of course the Milwaukee Bucks are already sitting there in that next round, what would you make the series price there between those two? Hmm. I mean, I would think Brooklyn... Can't be that high, right? I'm terrible at making series prices, but I'd say minus one thirty to one forty, yeah. somewhere in that range. That, that's, like, it, that's it can't what be I was that thinking. big. Yeah, like like Brady, like I love Brooklyn. I, they're my power, like they're my highest rated team in the Eastern Conference. But Milwaukee does have little things that combine with them. So I, I would think there's no way it gets past two dollars, maybe a high dollar, dollar eighty five, something like that. But I think that would be the highest. Yeah, I was going to say maybe 150 at the most. And I don't know, maybe yeah. I'm discounting uh, Brooklyn too much, but you know, Milwaukee was obviously pretty impressive in this last series, and we've seen them beat Brooklyn during the regular season. I don't know how much that means, but it uh, will be interesting to see if that uh, comes to fruition, what that price will be. All right, my man, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and thank you again for joining us here on the Green Zone. Yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah, guys, you got it. We'll talk to you next weekend. All right, that is Jonathan Von Tobel, Vison Sr., NBA analyst. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, the Wizards just announcing Russell Westbrook is a game-time decision. <laughs> Which, it's kind of been that way for the last few yeah, hours, so right? So, uh, <laughs> again, we... Breaking I, news. I still expect him to play, but again, legitimately, we'll see the starting five, probably about 12 minutes before tip, and that's when you'll know. And, and, and do we read into that by saying they just don't know how banged up he is? I, I don't know. I, I, let him go through the pregame. Let him go through the uh, the, the shoot around pregame warm or, up about or an hour and a half playing, before and go from there. Or are they playing possum and they just don't want anybody to know? And he's perfectly. I don't know. There, there's too much guesswork there. We'll see if uh, any any uh, movement has been made in the betting market here. As I check uh, the NBA odds, it's uh, at Veasan dot com. The money line's gone up a little bit, Brady. Money line has gone up on the yeah. uh, on the Wizards. On, oh, on the Wizards. So no, I, I excuse me, it's gone longer on the Wizards. So from plus nine one ninety five to now plus two twenty on Washington. Uh, Philadelphia money line action coming in, and the six and a half now across the board instead of six and a half. Yep, exactly. I do see a six here at Circa. Maybe just somebody grabbing the hook here. I'm showing that that was uh, not too long ago. Hmm. Two twenty-eight and a half for the total here at Circa at BetMGM, an even two twenty-eight. We'll come back and discuss more of that. Get you updated on everything as they get ready to start the second half in Portland. And we wind down to the last half hour before we throw it to the Veasan Bet Center here on Veasan, the sports betting network.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Jeff Parles with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino on a Saturday. Want to update some scores here. And first of all, on the golf course at the Charles Schwab Challenge, Jordan Spieth still out in front, has a two-shot advantage over Jason Kokrak. Spieth is at 12 under par for the tournament, one under par on his round today. They are through 10 holes, and Kokrak who got out to a birdie-birdie start, is now at even par for his round. He's at 10 under par for the tournament. Sergio Garcia, three shots back at 9 under par and in third place. Some of the other notables, Tony Finau shot a 2 under 68 today. He is at 6 under par, 6 shots back heading into Sunday. Brian Harmon at 6 under par, 6 shots back. And Charlie Hoffman, who surged up the leaderboard on Saturday, or excuse me, on Friday with a 62 has given a shot back here. He is at one over par on his round today through 12 holes, six under par 
for the tournament. And back to the basketball game. They're about underway, and they are indeed underway in the third quarter now, just uh, about less than a minute underway in the third quarter. Portland went into the break leading by 10, 64-47, Jeff. What were the halftime prices in this contest? Yeah, so uh, 7-0 run to begin the quarter for uh, for, for uh, Portland to go up by 17. It was Denver was plus 8.5 for the game uh, here at Circa, so minus 1.5 second half. Uh, with a total of 112 or 112 and a half, depending on where you were looking. So 112, and the, the first half total landed? 104, so you're at 216. Okay, all right, okay, makes sense. So, yeah, like you and I were talking about, if we think it's going to get closer to that original pre-tip number of 227, 228-ish, uh, you would want to be looking at that second half over. Did you jump in? No, I just uh, I, I just stayed sta- very pat- disciplined. Yeah, no, I, a shocking amount of discipline <laughs> in all honesty, Brady. But no, I I stayed off. I, I'm I'm just concerned this could be a run out in the second half. And it so looks far, like it right we, now, uh, right seven zero run to go up seventeen again. Jokic just Jokic just doesn't look like himself today. Sixty four to forty seven. Your current score there again. Just about a minute into the third quarter there between the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. Portland trying to even this series at two games apiece. Over to the Diamonds. Uh, a couple of finals from earlier: Milwaukee over Washington four to one. Tampa Bay over Philadelphia. 5-3, to three, and the Chicago White Sox took Game 1 from the Baltimore Orioles in that doubleheader, 7-4. to four. And how about those Cubbies? You talked, Jeff, about uh, they're on a nice run right now. Certainly beating up on some of the lesser teams, but beating up on Cincinnati indeed today. Top of the ninth inning, Cincinnati down to their last chance here, 10-2 to two in favor of the Cubs, and I'm thankful for that as I was on Chicago today. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates tying to sweep a doubleheader from the Colorado Rockies, top of the fifth inning here. Remember, only a seven-inning game. Colorado down to their final six outs here, trailing three to nothing, trying to avoid a double-dip sweep there by the Pittsburgh Pirates. And the Los Angeles Angels and Oakland Athletics are underway. Still no score in the top of the fifth inning there. And how about the Detroit Tigers, Jeff? Uh, Of course, beat Garrett Cole and the New York Yankees on Friday as big underdogs and out to a lead again here today. Bottom of the fourth inning, 3-1 to over the Pinstripers. Yeah, this would would not uh, make uh, Yankee Twitter happy if they lose the first (laughs) two in Detroit. Look, the Tigers... Tigers are not a good baseball team. They are playing a little bit better, playing close to 500 in their last 12. Uh, uh, so uh, with a win today, they'd actually pop over 500 in their last 13. They go to 7-6 and six in their last 13 games. So playing a little bit better, still very young, still not very good. But uh, this would be quite the uh, quite the accomplishment for them to win these first two games against the Yankees. Again, they, did a, they were a, sm- a lot smaller dog than I anticipated today because they did have a starting pitching advantage with Turnbull over Garcia. The Houston Astros and San Diego Padres are still scoreless through four innings, not quite through four innings yet, in the bottom of the fourth right now with Houston at the plate. And we talked about this being a good pitching matchup so far, that holding true to form with no runs on the scoreboard in the bottom of the fourth there in Houston. And one run on the board in Boston as the Red Sox are leading the Miami Marlins one to nothing bottom of the third inning, and there was some weather back in New England today, and this in-game total, Jeff, has dropped to six now. Just a one nothing affair, Boston, with the lead in the bottom of the third. A pretty good pitching matchup, uh, Rodgers and mm-hmm. Evaldi today. Really good, yes. Uh, Rodgers has been one of the better surprises in the National League so far this year, but again, the weather, in the, it, it doesn't feel like Memorial Day in the Northeast. I mean, it's rainy, it's, in the, it's in the mid-50s, I mean, it just... 
Just not good weather up in the Northeast across the board this weekend. All these baseball games postponed yeah, yesterday. Friday, yeah. I'm like, what's happening? Isn't it summertime? <laughs> well, it's summer here. It's 90, about, 96 degrees here today. About 92 or so in Las Vegas. Beautiful out at Stadium Swim out yeah. here at Circa. Boy, the West is the best. We'll be right back here on the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VEASAN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game at VEASAN.com slash MLB and our daily members-only best bet emails. Now's the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season. It's all at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Jeff Parles with you. And Jeff, uh, Portland continues to extend this lead over the Denver Nuggets, now up to 19, and make that uh, 21, 72 to 51 now in favor of the Trailblazers with seven and a half minutes still to go in the third quarter. And your total continues to come down. And I know you got in on the over prior to tip-off, a last-minute bet that you made there. And what's not good about this game, Jeff, for an over better, is it's turning into a blowout. Yeah, no, this is I, I'm I'm definitely cooked. Uh, that second half total might even be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, if you bet that absolutely. Because this is this is looking like uh, Portland's going to win this game about uh, one one fifteen to eight to ninety five at this rate. I mean, that we're looking at a complete destruction. And look, Denver just didn't have it today, and and it was the desperation factor for the Blazers, but. Credit to them for actually coming through and winning this game. And we'll get the good old-fashioned best of three. The uh, Portland Trailblazers now a 17.5-point favorite in the in-game market. Your in-game total down to 2.11.5. And, And Jeff, I want to switch over to baseball. You and I have obviously been previewing games, updating scores here, live odds like we do here on the Green Zone. But we've also hinted at some division races and how things are shaping up. And we've got odds here right in front of us now from our friends at BetMGM. Taking a look at the National League East, your Mets, they are on top. Now, it's been a weird division. Nobody, Very, nobody, very bizarre so I mean, far. It, I, I like nearly every team in this division. On paper, it looks very competitive, but I think they've kind of all been underachieving. The Mets happen to be in first place. The Phillies have really been on a bad run as of late. The Braves have never really taken off like we expected them to. What are your thoughts on the National League East? The Mets currently the favorite at minus 139, and I understand that because the talent that's on their lineup Braves the second choice at plus 225. My, my whole thought process with this division is the Mets legitimately have 18 guys on the IL right now. <laughs> 18. And they're getting one of them off tonight. Taiwan Walker's going to start. So, excuse me, they now have 17 on the, uh, on the IL after Walker came off earlier today. And I know they've have played a lot. They've had 44 games and 10 postponements so far this year because of weather or the COVID issues for Washington in the opening weekend. 
and they're still two and a half games up. Yeah. And every time I look, I'm surprised. Yeah, it just it just with watching all of their games, it's surprising that this team is in first place. They can't hit. And they've no. they've gotten great starting pitching. Their bullpen's been much better than I anticipated this year. Diaz mm-hmm. looks like Seattle Edwin Diaz again. Big series coming up against the Braves this weekend, but I, I would the minus one thirty nine actually feels about right, Brady. Right? Because the Mets have battling all these all these injuries, they're not hitting and they're still two and a half games up. And Atlanta got a big blow this week with Mike Soroka, who's not going to pitch this year. It's like Jordan Spieth. He's now back down to minus 145, but there's so much golf left. I don't want to lay a minus price. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I wouldn't bet minus minus 139, minus 140, but that price feels correct to me, though, Brady. For where we stand currently. Now, the AL East, uh, I I would probably take a stab at the New York Yankees, who are currently uh, at even money, and it wasn't that long ago that they were still – uh, minus money, minus 115, just I believe earlier in the week when they were going through that run where they had, I think, won six or seven games in a row. Now they've lost a couple now. They're losing currently today. But I, I do believe they are the class of that division. Now you know the Rays are going to be competitive. It seems under Kevin Cash that they really are every year. They're plus 275 to win this thing. I, I, the, the Red Sox are a real mystery to me, Jeff. Some people believe that they're a good value at 4-1 to one there if Chris Sale happens to come back off of the Tommy John. The Blue Jays feel to me like they're still too young, probably a year away. And, of course, the Orioles, uh, they've lost now 11 in a row and no shot there, even at 250-1. to one. But I, I probably would take the favorite in the AL East. Tampa does play the Yankees really well, though, as we know. And they and do. the Rays are extraordinarily hot right now. Uh, the the 11-game winning streak, now they've won three in a row again after the one loss in the middle of the week. They're 19-7 uh, they're and seven away from the chop, Brady. They played great on the road. Uh, I don't know how sustainable that winning percentage is, but they've been a really good road team. I, for those betting numbers, really – it's a fascinating division because the Red Sox played above their head for most of the season yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. They're still 11 games over 500 in the game out right now. The Yankees have figured it out. I like Toronto. I think they're a pretty good team. I just I do think too. they're a year away from right. really being right. a threat. So I would, I'm okay if you, if you want to bet the Yankees at even money. Not going to stop you. Totally fine price. Wouldn't be shocking if they are minus money pretty quickly yet again. But Tampa at plus 275. It's juicy. And knowing. The history against the Yankees for them, that's uh, that's pretty hard to pass up, Brady. All right, let's take a look at the AL Central. The White Sox are the favorite at minus 375. Cleveland Indians at plus 350. The Royals at 14. The Twins at 18. And then the Tigers way down there at 100 to 1. So according to the odds, kind of a two-man race now between the White Sox and the Indians. Only two games, in fact, two and a half games now separate these teams atop the division. Oh, man. I mean, I, 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 the White Sox are going to win this division, Brady. You, oh, I mean, they're going I, to I win this know. division. I kind of like the Indians. But I don't want to lay $4, almost no. $4. No way. I, I don't. There's nothing bettable here. You, you would, would you take a crack at Cleveland here? I would, because I think, you know, of all the divisions we've discussed so far, this is the weakest one. Okay, we talked okay. about the NL East. We talked about the AL East. Now we're in the AL Central. I, I think this is more of a toss-up. So given that, more reason to take a shot with a dog, because, you know, I think the Yankees, and, and you bring up the Rays, certainly rightly so, but I think the Yankees are the deserved favorite there. Uh, in the NL East, I think those are all pretty decent baseball teams. 
Uh, and the Mets, I think, deserve to be the favorite there. Certainly, you talk about the injuries, but the talent that they have on that lineup. And the Braves, right there at the second choice, I think that's deserved as well. Uh, but in the AL Central, I mean, shoot, even the Twins, if they were expected to finish in second place. If they turn things around, you never know. It's just a lot to ask. I know it, there's a whole lot of baseball to be played. but really to make up a, I mean, what are we, 60 games in? Yeah, but, but, to, but to ask a team to come back from 10 back against a team that isn't that, that was expected to be good in well, Chicago, it's just tough. I like the Indians. Okay. Two back. I'll take the Indians. A lot better than 10 for Minnesota. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> Minnesota has been a huge disappointment. I don't know if they can turn it around. We will see. Three more divisions to cover. We'll do that on the other side, right here on the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Remember, BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer. Regardless of your bet's outcome, simply use the bonus code VEASAN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan-associated persons. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. In Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee, 800-889-9789, and 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Jeff Parles with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino. We get ready to throw it over to the VEASAN Bet Center coming up at the top of the hour. That'll be hosted by our friends Ben Wilson and Greg Peterson. They'll take you the rest of the way. Want to update the golf scoreboard here real quick and the price on Jordan Spieth that has come crashing down, Jeff. Uh Jordan Spieth, a one-shot advantage now, one under par on his round through 12 holes. He is uh, 12 under par for the tournament. Jason Kokrak just one shot back at 11 under par. And look out, here comes Will Hill's guy, Sergio Garcia, in third place now at 10 under par, two under on his round, just two off of the lead being held by Jordan Spieth here at BetMGM. He is now a minus 135 favorite to go on and win this golf tournament, and uh, we aren't even through Saturday yet. The Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers, this one getting a little bit out of hand here, Jeff. The Portland Trailblazers now out in front, 82-56, to 56, just three and a half minutes left in the third quarter. They are an in-game favorite by 21 and a half. Yeah, this is uh, this has not been a good effort by Denver today. And look, it was a quick turnaround uh, afternoon game after late night game yeah. uh, two nights ago. But look, Portland was ready for the occasion today. Denver was not, and twenty six point beatdown to uh, get us uh, back to Denver in all likelihood again. As long as the Blazers don't have an epic collapse here, which Denver shown no ability to really cut into this lead at all. Uh, you would expect this to be 2-2 and uh, Game 5 a few nights from now in Denver. And kind of what we expected, a long series between two pretty even teams. I like it. I, I really enjoy watching these teams go at it. And you uh, referenced the series a couple of seasons ago that went seven games. They had a triple overtime affair uh, in that series. Uh, this is becoming a good little rivalry. It doesn't really seem like a rivalry, but uh, boy, do they... Sure have exciting matchups, the uh, Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. 85-58 to 58 now in favor of Portland. A 22.5-point favorite in the in-game market, and your total has come crashing down now, the live total of 209.5. On the Diamonds, the Chicago Cubs finish off the Cincinnati Reds 10-2, to 2, your final there. Bottom of six, Pittsburgh trying to finish off a double-dip sweep of the Colorado Rockies, shutting out Colorado. They shut them out in the first game, too, didn't they? Wasn't uh, that seven to nothing? I, would, that, I think I they're, believe, I think I they're so. looking to hold Colorado scoreless here over the course of 14 innings. Three to nothing right now, Pittsburgh leading the Colorado Rockies. The Los Angeles Angels put a four spot on the board at Oakland, leading the A's four to nothing, top of the sixth inning there. Three to one, Tigers still on top of the Yankees in the bottom of the fifth inning there. Make that four to one as the Tigers plate another run. And that in-game total has now moved to eight and a half. 
And the Houston Astros are on the board. They break the scoreless tie with the San Diego Padres. Now 2 to nothing in favor of Houston in the bottom of the fifth inning. And the Red Sox still leading the Miami Marlins. one nothing in the bottom of the fourth inning. And that live total has come down now to 5.5 in a very wet and rainy Boston area at Fenway Park. All right, Jeff, uh, let's continue with baseball here. You and I were discussing some of the division prices to win the division And we will return to action here with the National League Central. The Cardinals are the favorite, and it's at plus money at 115, plus 115. Brewers, the second choice at plus 140. Cubs look like a good choice right now, how hot they have been at 5 to 1. The Reds at 12 to 1, and then, of course, the Pirates all the way at 200 to 1. Pretty evenly matched there with the top three teams. You don't want the Pirates at 200 to 1, Brady? (laughs) No, thanks. No, no way. Uh, Look, uh, there's at some point the Cubs are going to get bad here. Like mm-hmm. it's going to come at some point. They're they're, they're a popular they're, team anyway. Exactly, right? they're a public team to begin with, and they're playing very well, and they're in second place by themselves right now. Uh, uh, actually, technically, after today's win, they're tied with St. Louis, entering tonight now uh, with their win against the Reds earlier. You and I are oppo here. I, I still think the Cardinals are the best team in this division. The big question mark for them: there's two. Will their bullpen hold up? Mm-hmm. And what production are they getting out of their outfield? Those are the two things that that are question marks for the Cardinals. For you, for the Brewers, the biggest holdup for me on Milwaukee is I still think their offense is is, is bad. And I know Yelich is back, but I'm kind of yeah, I'm still the, wary of that back injury for him. Yeah, and you talked about it. A back is a, a tough thing, and you're right that that can go south in a hurry. It could be a career ender. I, I hope that that is not the case by any stretch, but. I was kind of I, I did make a bet on the Brewers and, and here plus one forty, uh, just a slight second choice, not not that much uh, further removed from the Cardinals at plus one fifteen, um, but I was kind of banking on the fact that Yelich has just returned to the lineup, so I, I I think there's a very good chance he could return to the form we're used to with him, MVP type form, and maybe they add a bat along the way because I think they obviously know that's where they're lacking. There's no problem at all with their pitching. So I, I kind of like uh, the Brewers there uh, at plus money to possibly win what I think is a relatively weak division. Yeah, and look, we thought this going into the year this would be the weakest of the three in the NL, for mm-hmm. sure, because you had the two elite teams in the NL West battling, and that's kind of what we gotten with the Giants, surprising everyone and staying in the mix so far. And we thought the NL East was going to be great. The NL East, as we talked about before, has been a mess so far. Yeah. But this was the expected to be the weakest division, and... When it's all said and done, Brady, it's going to be the weakest division, and it's going to be the one division that I think will end up with one playoff team out of the uh, National League. I still think the Mets and Atlanta will get into the postseason in some fashion. One of them is the division champion. The other one getting the trip out west to whoever finishes second in the NL West. All right, let's talk about one more, and that is the American League West. And this is pretty interesting. The two favorites, the Astros and the Athletics, both at uh, both at minus prices. The Astros, the favorite at minus one twenty five. Again, this is at BetMGM. The A's at minus one oh six, and then everybody after that gets pretty thick. Uh, a two man race here is what they're telling us. Yeah, I, I there shouldn't be any other team in the mix. I mean, the Rangers are bad. The Mariners, I know the Mariners got off to a reasonable start, but that team's horrible. They're, they're yeah, a bad they're baseball good. team and. The Angels are without Mike Trout for an extended period of time. It's and a shame massive disappointment. because they got off to a good start too, right? Yeah, yeah. And look, uh, look for, for 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 the Angels, it's just the same year, a different year, same story. Elite player, Otani's the favorite to win the MVP right now. 
and it's not going to mean anything because the team just is completely underachieved. I man, this division's hard to handicap because I don't think either Houston or, or, or uh, Oakland is any good. I don't think either of them are really that good. And the A's are I really. I do give the edge to Houston. I right? would agree. I yeah. would agree. But look, that that Oakland team, and, and they're up two and a half games entering the day on Houston. That Oakland team is really built off that big stretch after that horrible start, the zero mm-hmm. six start, and then the big long winning streak, and they, they've they've held up since then. But. Uh, I, I still would lean towards Houston, but look, the one thing with the A's, they are the one baseball team that it doesn't matter what their roster looks like. They oh, usually yeah. find a way to win their in mid-80s to low-90s games or, and some, sometimes get in the high-90s. I don't think we talk enough about their manager, Bob Melvin, has just done, done, a great done an job. outstanding job with that team year in and year out. Uh, let's talk a little hockey before we get out of mm-hmm. here, my man. We've got some games coming up this afternoon, about an hour and a half from now, in Montreal, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. The Canadiens trying to hang on for dear life and stay in this playoff and force a Game 7 with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Right now they are trailing three games to two. And Toronto, a big favorite on the road, Jeff, coming off of the loss at home. They are now minus 185 on the road on the money line. Your total is five and a half. I'll go with uh, what I thought before. I I would only lay the puck line with Toronto here. I I don't want to lay that giant price on the money line. This feels like Toronto gets out early. Has a one or two goal lead heading to the third period. Empty net comes, bang it home, and you end up with a with a Toronto multi goal win, and they advance to take on the Winnipeg Jets. I went ahead and did swallow the entire minus one eighty. Okay. Uh, I expect Toronto will win as well. I'm not going to mess with the puck line. I'll take the victory hopefully, and uh, be on my way to Sunday. Uh, game one between the Islanders and the Brewers. This ought to be a beauty. Now, the Bruins are favored by about $2, minus 225 even, to win this series. I kind of feel like it might be a little tighter than that, Jeff. Uh, the Bruins, of course, took out the Capitals in five games. The Islanders took out the Penguins in six. Minus 185 is Boston on home ice on the money line. Now, five is your total. If you want to go over that, you got to lay minus 130. So... Just looking this at uh, in a series price sense, Brady, uh, plus 210 behind us now on the Islanders here at Circa. I'm just concerned for the Islanders just because how much of that series against Pittsburgh, they the Penguins were the better on-ice team before you took the goalies into account, and Tristan Jari was just a mess. That Sorokin was great. Sorokin too. was great after he took over for, for Marlov the last three games, and Sorokin played game one and played very well as well, and the Islanders stole that one in Pittsburgh. So I'm a little bit concerned of how replicable what the Islanders did in that series against Pittsburgh is against Boston. With that said, I'm not convinced the Bruins are really as good as people make them out to be this year. I think they've been that first pretty... line looks good, doesn't oh, it? Oh, well, look, they're, 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 the talent is unquestioned. Yeah, they're very talented, but they were pretty inconsistent as a whole this year. The Bruins, yeah. So uh, a Since little bit. Since they got Taylor Hall, though, yeah. Well, been look a, again, different very team. talented team. I'm not betting the series price tonight. I. The the juice on the five over probably is good, but I don't want to lay that big of a juice on on a total, especially when you have two hot goaltenders going. I'm going to wait and see what happens in this game and maybe get involved in the series after tonight. I am on the Toronto Maple Leafs only. The Detroit Tigers now leading the Yankees 6-1. to one. Look at that. We'll let Greg Peterson and Ben Wilson update you on that in the VEASAN Bet Center. Have a great Saturday and a Memorial Day weekend, folks, with VEASAN, the sports betting network.
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.